Welcome to the Rinkside Rundown Podcast, your ultimate destination for all things women's hockey with your host, Chris Sinclair, a proud member of the Hockey Podcast Network. All right, and welcome back to the very first episode of the Rinkside Rundown Podcast. I'm joined today by the one, the only, Noemi Nubarova, a member of the Czechian national team and current player with Greenus, if of the SDHL. How are you doing today? Hey, thanks so much for inviting me here and great pronunciation of my name, by the way. Way to go. <laughs> I really swept my way through that one, so I appreciate that. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time today. I know that you've been obviously super busy uh, playing hockey, all that sort of stuff. So really, really appreciate the fact that you took the time, hang out with me. And uh, we spoke about this a little bit off air, but I just want to make sure that everyone is aware. Again, not only is this the inaugural episode of the Rinkside Rundown podcast, but you are now the very first guest in this show's history. So congratulations. And I wish that I had a cake or some sort of like streamers or something for you. I wish I had all of that. I don't. I'll work on that. It's an IOU. That's what it is. This is just an IOU. So I appreciate you being here and you being uh, so amazing uh, to communicate with. You've been so enthusiastic. You were in from the moment I messaged you about this. So once again, just wanted to give you a a huge shout out for that. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm really happy to be doing this. And so, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's dive in. So what I have here, we have some, and I apologize, a lot of these are probably going to be things you've heard a thousand times. Um, but I promise you, or I'm fairly certain, at the end, I have some questions that are less hockey related, that are a little bit more fun, that will help uh you know just like have some fun and 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 maybe have the audience you know the listener you know get to know you a little bit more outside of just hockey because i want people to get to know you for the incredible athlete you are but also the incredible person you are so how does that sound sounds just great to me perfect fantastic okay so we're gonna start way back you were born in czechia now there's conflicting um depending on where the source you're looking at it's either praha czechia or colon colon czechia yeah yeah is it the same place is it different it's different uh colin is actually like uh, like an hour away from prague but i think i consider myself like a a prague person okay (laughs) Prague. good to know good to know okay so now we've set the record straight Prague, Czechia. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Wonderful. Can you tell me a little bit more about, you know, before hockey, what was it like growing up in Prague? What was it like? You know, do you have some favorite memories? Um, I feel like a lot of like my childhood was actually, um, around hockey. So sometimes I joke around and I say I didn't even really have a childhood, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess it was um, like busy. My mom wouldn't usually let me like go to school really alone. Like she would always drive me because uh, Prague can be like pretty crazy city. So 
Um, but definitely just, just the architecture and walking around like downtown of Prague is probably like one of my favorite memories just growing up there um, still till this day. So do you get a chance to obviously, and we'll get to this in a moment, but, or in a little bit, but you're, you're now in Sweden, uh, I presume. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, do you get a chance to, I'm assuming you're going back or do you go, do you get a chance to go back often? And, and if you do, what are some of those things that like, okay, I'm back in Prague. I have to check these things off my list. <laughs> um, so I don't get to go home like too often. Uh, usually it's for Christmas and then summer. Uh, now we actually have uh, like an international tournament in in Czech as well. So I, I get to be home for a little bit. So it's exciting. Um, and for me, I definitely, whenever I'm in Prague, I have to go see the Charles Bridge. It's like my favorite. Um, okay. So for the uninitiated, what makes you enjoy the Charles Char- Char- Charleston Bridge? Charles Bridge. Charles Bridge, sorry, yes. Uh, tell us more about the Charles Bridge. What the, what what makes it su- such an appealing attraction to you? Um, it's just one of the like oldest, most historical bridges in in Czech and in Prague, and it just carries so much history. And there's a really really nice view of both sides of of Prague, like the oldest town of the city, and then um, like the newer part. And I just love like I just love the view. Um, you can see the castle from there too. So um, I think for me, that's what it is. Nice. I love that. And you you kind of had mentioned about your mom, but like, what was family life like for you? Are you, uh, you know, let's let's get really in in deep with uh, with like getting to know you. Are you close with your family? Like uh, uh, you have a number of relative, a number of siblings. Like, you know, what, what's your relationship with like uh, or like with your your family? Yeah, um, we're definitely a crazy family. I love my family. Definitely. I, I have the best relationship with, with everyone in my family, really. Uh, I have three sisters and one brother. I am the only one playing hockey. <laughs> um, not even my parents ever really played hockey. So that's kind of like a weird, unique thing uh, about me. Um and I don't know, we used to we used to travel a lot uh, when I was younger. That was like a big thing with our family. And um, yeah, I don't know what else to say, but I'm very close with everyone. I love my family. I wouldn't be where I am without them. So uh, I owe them a lot. And this is that you actually provided me the perfect segue because I want to know a little bit more about uh, and we're going to get into, you know, how you got into hockey and all that stuff in just a moment. But I want to know, like, who were, this is something that, you know, as someone who's now covering the the Professional Women's Hockey League, um, this is something that's starting to come up a little bit more. But what are, who are some of those mentors that you've leaned on, whether it was, you know, early on or whether it's currently right now? Like, who are some of those mentors who just kind of keep you motivated, keep you inspired, you know, whether it's you're having the highest of highs or maybe the lowest of lows? Like walk me through what that what that looks like. Yeah. Um, so I think like a big source of just kind of inspiration uh, since out since I was younger were some of the uh, older girls that I actually am now with um, playing with with the the Czech national team, and they still inspire me and they help me so much um, through I don't know difficult times when I need help with any little detail in the ice. Uh, I know I can trust them and. Um, 
Yeah, so so they are definitely um, people I've looked up to since an early age. Uh, actually, uh, I don't know if you know Katka Mrazova. She's um, a player for Ottawa now, PWHL. And uh, we both grew up in Colleen, um before I moved to Prague. And I, she inspired me so much. I like watching her play hockey with boys. Uh, she was like rocking it. So I just wanted to be like her, you know. And I remember one day I started playing hockey and I was so bad at lifting the puck off the ground. So I invited her to uh, to my apartment and my mom let us uh, shoot the puck at like these doors that we had. So we like absolutely just destroyed the doors with the pucks. Um, but she did teach me how to lift it. So super grateful for that. <laughs> so I thought that was just kind of like a funny, funny story. <laughs> I love that. And, I, and I, you know, we're going to get into a little bit more of some of uh, like some sort of like link to your link to the Ottawa team with Carla, Carla McLeod. Um, mm-hmm. But I love I mean, selfishly, I, I you know, I live in Ottawa. I've been in the area my entire life. So uh, to get this sort of some sort of uh, another connection um, between yourself and this team. And she played incredible. She is like the 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 fans may not have, may not have known enough about her didn't know enough about her but when they saw her play oh my goodness the amount of uh you know you go on social media and like everyone is so thrilled and excited to see just in one game just in one game what she's able to do. So I'm glad that she had such an influence on you. And, and it's, it's always great to hear those, like, you know, as a Canadian kid, like you always hear like the stories of like, you know, you're in the driveway or whatever, and you're shooting pucks at the the garage door or whatever. You had the same sort of experience and that's amazing. And and look at you now. Right. So uh, obviously that had a huge impact on your life. eh? Yeah, definitely. Definitely a big one. Still remember till this day. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. I can tell it's very vivid for you. So that's, uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsor. I would like to take a moment to talk about our sponsor DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. See dkng.com slash hockey eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gambling resources nhl and the nhl shield are registered trademarks of the national hockey league copyright nhl 2023 all rights reserved and now back to the show yeah um and so i guess i mean natural segues you had mentioned that none of your other siblings none of your other family is in hockey what made you decide, you know what, I'm not going to do what everyone else does and I'm going to do hockey, you know, like what, what got you into hockey? Yeah. Um, so uh, when I was in kindergarten, they take out 
they would like take us out and for skating um, sometimes. And I actually like started to absolutely love it. I was like, most of the time I was on the ground, not gonna lie, but um, it was just super fun. So I told my mom, I was like, oh, like I, I wanna skate more often. And I, I remember seeing um, hockey being on, on TV and I was like, mom, like I wanna do that. So she was like, okay, whatever, like, let's, let's try it out. And she tells me now too, that she's like, I thought you were going, going to go for like two practices. Cause it was at like six in the morning and you're going to be like, all right, that's it. And apparently I was like super passionate about it and still wanted to go and skate. So that's how I ended up actually getting into hockey. And then also seeing Katka, uh, just playing with boys was like another level of inspiration for me. So um, I wanted to be as good as her. And, uh, so that's how I actually, yeah, that's how I ended up playing hockey. So what was it about? Like, so you said you watched hockey. What was it about hockey that really attracted you to the sport? I mean, maybe it's, it, it may be a, a completely obvious answer. It's fast. It looks fun. Um, but maybe it's something else. And I, I'd love to hear what you think. Honestly, I don't know. I have no idea. I barely really remember that i like apparently loved watching hockey i like i was like six when i started um going so i don't really remember but that's what my mom tells me that i would like watch it and i i'd like it and i told her that i wanted to do it so i have no idea what it was for me but <laughs> somehow it, it caught my attention <laughs> sometimes it's those things where you least expect it like that's the career or that's the you know, sport or whatever that you're just like, you know what? I just love, I just love it. Like that's the end. Like it does, there's no like profound answer. It's just, yeah. I love it, you know? Yep. So it sounds I like that's kind of similar to, is that similar yeah. to kind of how you're feeling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and so obviously you're in, you're, you're in hockey. What, what made you, what drew you to your position as forward? What was it like, was, was there ever a doubt that you were going to play a different position or was it, you know, for me, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to compare myself to any hockey player because I can barely skate. But I know that for me, I was like, I'm either going to play goaltender or I'm going to play defender because then at least I don't have, I mean, arguably you have to skate really well, but I don't have to skate fast. And for me, that was a much more comfortable space for me. Uh, so that's why I always chose those positions and I was never a goal scorer. So uh, why why forward for you? That's a really good question. Um, I actually started off as a defense, I think. Uh, I mm. yeah yeah that was that Whoa, was my we're, position. We're, we're getting some breaking news right now. This is yeah. fantastic. <laughs> I didn't read this anywhere. This is awesome. <laughs> I think thank God I didn't. I think I'm a much better forward than I than I was a defense, honestly. But I just went through the phases of like I actually wanted to be a goalie too, so I went to like goalie camps. I was so bad, but I was having so much fun. And my mom was like, nope, you're not going to be a goalie. She's like, I, I hate to break it to you, but you're a much better skater and you should just, you know, she was trying to like nicely tell me that I'm not good. <laughs> um, so that's actually hilarious. And I don't know, somehow I actually don't even remember who was the first like coach or what grade I was put on forward but uh since then it just kind of stuck with me I, I played center i played wingers um yeah and, and i it was early age it must have been like probably like second grade third grade or something like that that i started playing offense and been there since so yeah 
All right. That's that's fantastic. Hey, listen, it's what's great is you, you got to explore the different options. Right. So like it's just clear that hockey is a super passionate thing for you. But I do respect and appreciate your mom for for like finding a way to subtly tell you, hey, you know what? Let's not be a goaltender. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's look at your Definitely. other options. Yes, and I'm very thankful because she was right. I don't think I would have made a very good goaltender. So, how how long were you? Uh, just quickly, how long were you uh, a defender? Uh, I want to say like two, three years, something like that. More breaking news! I love this. I love this. Yeah. I love this. Oh, <laughs> that's fantastic! What were what was it like? What was, well, I mean, what was it like being a defender? And how did you translate? Were you able to translate those skills? To being a forward or you were just like you know what i'm just a better forward <laughs> i think it was all actually when i like was starting hockey and i honestly think that i was put on defense because nobody really wanted to play defense and i was the only girl on the team so they were just kind of like yep you're gonna go play defense uh so i think that's how it started for me and then i don't like i i don't really even remember that I like there were different positions. I was just happy to be skating around and like not falling down all the time and sometimes holding the puck. So um, I don't like really remember the difference between like offense and defense when I started. <laughs> it was more just you were on the ice, you had skates on and you were just like yep. occasionally touching the puck and that's all that mattered. Yep. Somehow yeah. I ended up in front of the net too as a defense. I remember that. So Ooh, I, yeah, that was a precursor yeah. to what you were your future career was gonna be right there, that's for sure. So yeah. <laughs> um well I mean let's let's start kind of getting a little bit more into hockey. Um mm -hmm. like what are some of your favorite things? You kind of mentioned some of them, but what are your, some of your favorite things about hockey and what what ultimately just keeps you motivated and, and inspired to continue with your hockey career? Yeah, there's a there's a lot. I mean, first of all, just the opportunities that I got playing hockey, like traveling and um, getting education and just meeting really, really awesome people. That is why, like, I am so grateful for playing hockey and for even ever starting to play hockey. And um, just I guess throughout like it is you get some ups and downs, you know, sometimes you, you feel down, you don't feel motivated playing, but then it's the people around you that pick you up or it's it's like a like a little change of scenery or something that you need that ultimately just gives you like the ah like this is why I play you know this is why I love it so th these are the reasons why why I love this sport and I'm so so happy that I that I got the opportunity to meet all of those people and and go to all of these different places so mm. yeah Nice. Yeah. And we're going to get into those experiences in those places in just a moment. But for maybe some of those fans who um, unfortunately haven't followed you as closely as they should, um, how would you describe your play? What makes like, you know, what kind of, you know, what do you, what do you, what are, when you go out on the ice, what are you trying to achieve? Walk me through all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so I definitely do not consider myself like a flashy player. Like I will not be toe dragging anyone. <laughs> and if you do see that, it's really, really rare. Um, I try to just kind of be very disruptive for the other team. I try to be physical, big, um, 
and just kind of disrupt your passes and, and I guess your confidence a little bit in a way by uh, by being on you 24-7. And, and I like to be disciplined. I like to do things um, responsibly. Sometimes, sometimes I take the risk and I don't know, make a risky pass or something. But um, most of the time, even in the D zone, I try to be very responsible. So um i think that's that's probably how i would describe myself i i think that i can i can shoot i think i can make good passes too uh to to create opportunities for my teammates um so that but yeah i think i'm just uh i'm just trying to be very disruptive on the ice uh and that uh that's that resonates with a lot of especially fans who are used to uh the nhl game that's sort of like you want those i, I don't want to call you a, a, a like a pesky player or something like that but like those like hard nose you know you're going to be aggressive you're going to be you know whether it's in the offensive zone whether it's in the defensive zone you're a threat to be able to get the puck to be able to get it to your your teammates though that's something that really um you know, again, like I said, resonates with uh, with NHL fans. And that's one of the many reasons. And again, we're going to get to it later. I keep saying that. But that's one of the many reasons why the PWHL or, you know, now that we have that league and people are starting to see more, uh, you know, at this point, they haven't been able to see women's hockey, you know, like outside of world championships or whether it's Olympics or something like that. They haven't been able to see this style of play. But to hear you describe your play at that as, as that, I'm sure there are many listeners who are going to say, "Oh, I got to pay attention to this player." So that's I, I love that. That's what we need on a team. You need those players on a team. So you're filling a very valuable role thanks to your mom for pushing you out of net once again. <laughs> that's amazing, and thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> of course, yeah. Um, we're going to get into your college career now. First of all, I'm going to shout you out here. So first of all, uh, you chose Colgate to start with. Mm -hmm. uh, you played uh, 115 games with them. I don't know if you knew that, but 115 games. I did I cra the cracked research team here at the Ringside Rundown podcast went through all of your stats. So in 115 games, you scored 51 points. That's incredible. Walk me through like your collegiate career what was that experience like what made you choose Colgate yeah great questions wow also the stats I actually didn't even know so that's yeah great. I spent a lot of time on Colgate's website let me tell you that <laughs> love it um no Colgate Colgate was definitely great um a lot of I think uh I got a lot of like good experience experiences from from just being there and studying and playing hockey there and it was it was intense four years to be honest uh it was not like the easiest school it was actually pretty pretty difficult uh school from the academics standpoint um so i did struggle a little bit at the beginning with schools just kind of you know being um like the time management of like doing all my work and like studying and also um, doing my best playing hockey. So that was definitely something I struggled with my freshman year. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully, thankfully got uh, got out of that after that year. <laughs> and then I was able to manage it a lot better. Um, and then from a hockey standpoint too, that was definitely met amazing, amazing people that 
um, are like truly one of my best friends now and I believe will be for the rest of my life, um, including some of the coaches there too and staff and um, people that helped us with academics and professors and all of that. So for me, like Colgate was like a really, really big um, kind of like life phase, I'd say, that I'm super grateful for. Um, of course, there were also some ups and downs, even with hockey. Um, but at the end of the day, I am so happy that I, I went there and I spent my four years there, got my bachelor's degree, met those people and got a lot of life experiences from there. Yeah. Nice. And uh, I mean, congratulations, uh, I think is due. Absolutely. Congratulations for being able to sustain. Listen, I dropped out of university or, or college. Um, so because huh, uh, I just found it to be a little bit too difficult to manage life and uh, and school. And you were able to manage yeah. life, school and hockey. So that's fantastic. So congratulations. Yes. Thanks. Um, and I don't blame you. It's hard. So, I, oh, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's a lot. So yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. This uh, and I, I, I have so many more questions for you. And once again, I just cannot thank you enough for taking the time to hang out with me again to be my very first guest. This has been incredible. This has been so much fun. Um, I have I promise I won't keep you too much longer. Um, but I do want to know so that I, my understanding is this is your that or going to Colgate was your second time in america right you went to the gunnery which is in if i'm yep. not mistaken connecticut yeah 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 you got it right mm -hmm. oh, man, nailed it man, this this old <laughs> noggin still ticking so um what was what was uh, you know obviously this was um i i think if i'm not mistaken this was a longer experience what was it like maybe not yeah yeah it, it was yeah, like thought. it was the same i was there for high school for four years what was it like coming to the U.S. and that that kind of a that kind of adjustment? Did it make it easier when you then you'd already been in Connecticut and then you uh, went to university in, uh, in uh, at Colgate? Did that make it any easier that transition? Oh, definitely, one hundred percent. First of all, my language improved so much. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. my English got so much better at Gunnery after spending four years there. So that helped a lot when you have to, you know do all these like difficult readings and writings when you get to college uh so it definitely helped with that and just in general like cultural wise i'd say i don't know if that's a word <laughs> english yep, word yep, yep, but yep. um that it helped a lot too because i got the time at gunnery to just kind of adjust i was very european even the way i was dressing <laughs> the first year there and i got americanized a little bit after yeah. um but I loved it. Like gunnery was great. It was always my dream to to go um, study and play hockey in the U.S. And at that time, I didn't really know that I was like going to end up going to college there. But I was just hoping to be there for for high school, because if you're in Czech and you're around the age of like 14, you you don't have too many opportunities to play uh, back home. You have to play with boys. And then the women's league is not like really the best um level so it's either you quit or you leave um and i'm really happy that i i had the opportunity to actually go to gunnery nice fantastic yeah it sounds like it was like a transformative experience for you whether it was uh just with gunnery or like contributing also to your experience with colgate so it sounds like it was exactly what you needed and i love hearing that you know you were like i this is my dream is to 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 go to the states and I'm going to play hockey and all that sort of stuff and you made it happen. 
So once again, congratulations. That's that's incredible. It's incredible. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of sort of the broader uh, women's hockey landscape, you know, we've mentioned it a couple of times before, but the Professional Women's Hockey League. What does the Professional Women's Hockey League, what does that mean to you? Um, what does it mean to now also, because because maybe people aren't familiar with this, but typically women, unfortunately, once you graduated from university, sure, there were places in Europe that you could play, but there wasn't really an elite um, not to, to diminish uh, the SDHL or anything like that, but there wasn't sort of the best on best necessarily yep. consistently outside of um, outside of you know world championships or, or Olympics or mm -hmm. anything like that. What does it mean to finally have best on best? What does it mean now? Whether you and we're going to get to this, and I'm going to I hope there's some breaking news, but whether that's <laughs> something you would want to do. Or ultimately, like, what does this do for future generations of women who want to play uh, professional women's uh, hockey? It's absolutely huge. Uh, definitely. I mean, as like a, a professional player now, too, like I am such a big fan of the PWHL. I think it's amazing. And the fact that it all started so fast that they got got it going is, is pretty impress impressive. And you can already see how many people are going to watch, like. Like this is just the beginning. Like it just started, and it's gonna it's gonna become even bigger than it is. And so for even someone like me, like I think it's an amazing opportunity to consider for the future and for younger players too to have the motivation to know that they you know they can work hard and they can get to like the highest highest level. Um, so I think it's it's really, really amazing that this is going on. And I'm so excited to see where it's going to take off and go further. Yeah, and I would say absolutely echo that point. Listen, I went to the home opener for the Ottawa PWHL team, and it was off the charts amazing. And there's, I think even, and it's, 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 I don't know, I don't want to say funny, but it's interesting when, you know, you look into the crowd whether you're watching it live uh, or you're watching the broadcast and you're seeing these little, these girls with their signs, one that stands out to me still to this day uh, was making, instead of history, making her story. So kind of pl a play on that. Uh, and, you know, hockey is for girls as well. Like those signs and seeing those passionate girls in the fan or in the stands is just, if you don't walk away from that being, you know, in, in motivated and encouraged and inspired. I don't know what's going on because this is such an incredible moment. But I do want to throw it back to you for one second because you kind of threw a little nugget in there. This might be something you would want to look at. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. More breaking <laughs> news. This is fantastic. This is fantastic. <laughs> I was so hopeful that based off of everything I've heard about you, read about you, I would love to see you in this league. So just make sure you sign with Ottawa. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah, no pressure, no pressure, that. no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's fantastic. I love that. Um, what, you know, as we kind of slowly start winding down this conversation, and again, I know I said it a couple of times, but thank you, Noemi, for your time. I really, really do appreciate this. This has been so much fun. Um, 
you've you've played some pretty serious international tournaments. You know, you've been in four world championships, one Olympic Games. What's like, what was that experience like? And I mean, first of all, congratulations once again. Like, that's incredible. But what was that experience like? What was it like, you know, being a part of that program? And not to mention a big shout out to Czechia, right? Back to back, um, you know, uh, Olympic bronze medals. That's the first time in history. This is the best the, the program has ever been. What's it like being a part of your part of history? You're part of history. <laughs> Don't let that go to your head. Don't let that go to your head. But it should. It should. Absolutely. You deserve it. You deserve it. No, it's definitely, it's funny you even say that because to me, it's like, like, I don't even, I don't think I even realized that, like, it, we actually, as a team, we made history, like, multiple times. We've never before, before won um, Olympic qualifications. We never went to the Olympics before as, as Czech. So, like, all of this, it, like, I'm, I'm just so grateful for all of the experiences and, let me tell you, it was not an easy journey. It was uh, a lot of a lot of crazy things happening, um, and that involves just like different different coaches and COVID also threw a nice curveball into it. So just a lot of crazy things, and again, like just knowing that, like we we've, we've showed people in Czech uh, that we can play really good hockey and. And again, we I think we've inspired a lot of the the younger girls, and there's more girls starting to play hockey now who can see that like there is a, a point to play that you can like really reach the top, you know. So it's things like this that like really really gets me going and excited. <laughs> and and for our audio listener, I just want you to know, Noemi right now has been basically smiling this entire time as she's gone through this explanation or the, her answer, and that should show you. How, how stoked and excited she is, not only for her experience throughout this, uh, in the international experiences that she's had, but also what this means for future generations. So I just wanted people to make sure, I just wanted to make sure that people knew just how thrilled you are and how passionate you are for the growth of the game, for what this means, especially for your back home in Czechia. You know, Czechia, Czechia makes some noise and people have really, people have slept on, uh, or sleeping on Czechia and they need to stop doing that. Whether it, yeah. whatever, yeah, whatever sport it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. yeah. They, but they've been playing incredibly well, right? So um, really excited to see the growth. It's always great when you have the opportunity to see programs where it's like, oh, great, Canada, US in the finals or whatever, right? Like it's always the same old, same old, Sweden, Finland, those sorts of things. But when you start seeing, you know, Czechia, Germany, all these other, play, uh, all these other uh, countries starting to really up there the investment that they're putting into their 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 programs and the players and the experience that they want to create for their players it's just it's so incredible for the growth of the game and again more specifically for the women's game which deserves way more credit than it's getting yeah i agree with you too <laughs> nice thank you thank you <laughs> um a few more questions for you, and then we're going to get to a little bit of a fun segment where I'm just going to ask you mostly not hockey-related questions, okay? Okay, sounds okay. good. Um, so for um, for the Ottawa PWHL crew, uh, fun fact for anyone who didn't know, 
Carla McLeod, who's the head coach of the Ottawa PWHL team, also coached Czechia to back-to-back bronze medals. You were a part of one of those teams. Could you tell us a little bit more about her as a person as well as her as a coach? Yeah. Um, Carla is great in terms of like, like getting us going, you know, like in the locker room, she, she's a very good public speaker. Like she knows exactly what you need to hear in between periods or before games. So I think that is something that like really kind of like inspires us and gets us going and wants us to play our best every game. And, um, I mean, I, I don't think she has like two different personalities on and off the ice. I think she's just being her like all the time and she's super easy to just approach and talk about anything. And if there's anything bothering you, if you have any questions about anything, if you want to ask like what you can be doing better and stuff, like you can you can always go to her and, and she'll help you out and always be there for you. Um, same with on the ice, like she, she's trying to keep like a, a relaxed envi- environment within our team. So she like throws like jokes around and, uh, you know, isn't afraid to just laugh while also, um, I think all of us have a lot of respect for her. Um, so it's like a, it's like a nice balance that we have, um, with Carla and team check. So. I can confidently say in, uh, I had a chance to speak with her one on, well, I was, a, a, a an interview with myself and a, and a colleague of mine. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't echo those points more. Like she was, she's just such a great, I tell people all the time, uh, obviously outside of her hockey IQ and on how she sees the game, uh, like that is, don't get me wrong, is incredible, but it's also how like down to earth and how great she is as a communicator. I just think, you know, whether you're watching her at practice or whether you're listening to her at a post-game, pre-game press conference or whatever, she is just such a confident communicator and she's just so much fun to be around. Like she, I I, I, I looked to my, my buddy as we were um, covering one of the practices and we both agreed, like, we would run through a wall for this woman. She is absolutely incredible and it sounds like she had that sort of impact on you. Yeah, she she definitely does. Um, all the points you said are are true. So she's definitely um, a strong personality, and uh, I think she's she's great for us as a as team check. So nice, and she's great for us as team uh, PWHL Ottawa. So I'm 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 excited. I think people are here in in Ottawa are definitely going to start uh, if they haven't already are going to start picking up on some of those uh, some of those things you were mentioning. So I'm super excited about that. I want to transition one last question before some fun okay not that we haven't had fun we've had fun well, i was about to say yeah i know yeah, yeah yeah don't don't sell ourselves short here chris um i want to hear a little bit more so you are currently playing in the sdhl uh where you at least at uh time of writing this uh researching this you had nine points, nine points in 24 games. That may have changed. So my apologies if that's not entirely accurate, um, whether it's now or whether it's the posting of this podcast. But point is, you're having a good year. What's your experience been like uh, playing for uh, Brinus? Brinus? Brinus. Uh, Thank you. Uh, I definitely looked into that one a bunch. Um, and why did you choose 
Why did you choose that club? What's it been like in uh, living in Sweden? Um, yeah, funny thing. I actually like did not even expect myself to ever come to Sweden. Uh, I was very set on staying in the States. I mean, after all, I've been there for nine years. So I didn't really have any plans of moving, moving to Sweden. Uh, but then, you know, the whole thing with PHF kind of happened and it was a lot of stress. And um, one of my very good friends and also a, a teammate on Team Czech uh, plays for Berenas. And she was kind of like, oh, like, I think you should just like, you know, just have a call, like try it out, like just listen what like the coaches have to say. So I was like, okay, whatever, like I'll, I'll try it. But I was still very set on, you know, like staying in the States. Um, and then I actually started talking to the coaches and I, I began to like really, really enjoy it. Like it, it kind of gave me like the hook to, to come and explore it here. Um, so I did. So I was like, you know what? Why not? Let's do it. Um, another adventure, right? So, so then I came here um, and I think it was an absolutely amazing decision for me to be here. It's, I feel like my whole life kind of slowed down a little bit um, just after like the stress with school and, and just kind of, I don't know, like, I feel like I needed like another shift of, of um, like, a, just like a change, you know? So it like i said like it, my life kind of slowed down here there's uh there's not that much to do around here in a little town of Yavle. <laughs> and uh i love it here I, I love the girls i love the team and the coaches it's it's really i think it's exactly what i what i needed um after being done with with college and college hockey so super super grateful for um for coming here and playing here okay i need to i need to ask what are some of the highlights of living there uh, outside of like the incredible uh your incredible teammates the coaches what's the culture like what's the i mean I, listen i grew up in a small town so i get the whole like there's really not a lot going on so i get that <laughs> but like what are some do you have a favorite spot that you like to go to do you have like whether it's a park whether it's a library or you know maybe it's a you know a good pub or something like that what are some of the places that you like to you know some of the highlights yeah. Um, well, I absolutely love going downtown. It's uh, not really big, but it's cute. We actually do have a mall here, a little one, but still counts. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> and, uh, that matters. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's great. <laughs> and uh, there, they have like a coffee chain. It's called Espresso House. So we always do, uh, they call it fika. Like we go get fika, which kind of means the get coffee and maybe like a little cake and socialize and talk. So um, that's what we we like to do here. Just just go and grab some fika and stay in espresso house and chat with with my teammates. And uh, sometimes I just go there and I read, um, do something on my computer. Like I I enjoy like I, I think I have a lot of time here for myself and just kind of do my things and like focus on like the readings that I wanted to do that I don't have to do for school necessarily. Um, so this I think is what like really, and, and just like in general, I feel like people here like are so relaxed, like nobody's rushing anywhere. Like you can ask for coffee and you can wait like a bit to get it. Cause like people are just like in no rush and I actually, I actually love it. <laughs> so that's also what I meant when my life kind of slowed down here a little bit. That's that's another another cultural thing, I guess. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would, I would say that that's obviously something that's, that's uh, clearly appealed to you based off of, especially when you're, you know, going to school, you have, you know, you're in a different country. You're also uh, trying to play, you know, you're playing hockey and all those sorts of things that, that like, it feels like there's no downtime. There's no time to be able to be like, you know what? Like, yep. Let's breathe for a second. This is great. And now it sounds like you're breathing all the time, which is great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. We're going to get to the fun stuff now. Okay. okay. I'm ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be. These are these are hard-hitting questions. These are hard-hitting questions. Okay. So I know that I said most of these are going to be not hockey-related. There will be some that kind of tie into hockey. Uh, I would presume like two or three. So I tried to keep them not hockey-related, but bear with me. First question, the most difficult of all. Okay, you ready? Yeah, shoot. Okay, the look in your eyes, you're like, oh no, what, what is he, what is he gonna ask? <laughs> what is your go-to pre-game meal? Oh, I'm like really boring and it's just pasta. Pasta with like Alfredo sauce and pesto. <laughs> <laughs> I, should I, have, I should have written that down because I should have seen that one coming. That's like the most, <laughs> Like stereotypical hockey uh, player answer ever. You mix uh, Alfredo and pesto? Yeah, it's actually really good. I have never in my life, I've become a huge pesto fan. I've never in my life heard combining the two. That's that's too bad. It's really good with Alfredo sauce, so All right, can well, try. Here we go. Now, more, more breaking news. Try <laughs> Alfredo sauce and your pesto sauce yep, on your pesto. I, I love it. I love this. I love this. Okay. Um... <laughs> Do you have any like uh, game day rituals or superstitions? Uh, I used to, but recently I started to just kind of stay away from them because I I tried to convince myself that I like superstitions are not real. So I would say no, actually. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm realizing all of these questions so far have been hockey related. So that's great news. I lied to you. I apologize. And this next one also. Uh, well, um, so. If you weren't playing hockey, what would you be doing? You studied and you have a degree in uh, 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 psychological and brain services and writing at uh, Colgate. Um, if, if you weren't doing hockey, is that something you would want to get into or would it be something else? Uh, definitely, definitely that. Um... I enjoyed psychology a lot in college, and um, I think that's something I, I want to focus on after I'm done playing hockey. So it would definitely be something in that area. Do you, is there something in particular, like, is there a field that you'd want to get into? Or is it just kind of, you know what, just as long as I'm in that sort of realm, that's all that matters? Um, I think I'd like to work with athletes just with, uh, I think I like my own experience would help me a lot with that. And um but not necessarily only in like how to get like motivation going and like stuff like that, but really even get in depth with like mental health issues and athletes. Like, I think that's something I um, would enjoy just to, to help out any way I could. Love it. Yeah. 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 And, and especially these days more than ever, it's uh, mental health is definitely at the forefront and being more recognized. So I can absolutely respect and appreciate that. So that's fantastic answer. Um, when so I guess you've you've kind of shared when you're not at the rink, are you solely at this uh, coffee house? 
<laughs> is that what? What are some of those other things that you're doing when you're not at the at the uh, at the coffee house or at the it's, at the ranch? Right? <laughs> I actually I do spend a lot of time in my apartment and just kind of like reading or sure. watching Netflix. I have to ask, what are you reading and what are you watching on Netflix? Maybe let's uh, let's get some no, more breaking news. Definitely no surprise. Reading a lot about psych and uh, right. just stuff like that trying to I actually kind of miss learning so I think I'm just trying to like learn from reading and uh Netflix I don't know it's just kind of like whatever I guess comes in as like a recommendation I I give it a shot I don't really have like one specific genre let's say I love that you trust the algorithm I appreciate yeah. that I, that's that's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> it knows me better than I know myself so I'll that's just let it take is, care of me. yeah that is so true <laughs> yeah um so I mean, listen, I'm no athlete, so I don't know about, the, you know, this sort of cheat meal sort of scenario. But I want to know, like, what is a cheat meal for you? Like what actually not like what like theoretically is a cheat meal, but what's something mm -hmm. that you really enjoy treating yourself with? A lot of people are saying cheat meals don't do cheat meals, just eat, you know, in moderation. But like what's really indulgent to knowing me? Um, for me, it's definitely this like really bad for you meal that is super typical in Czech. It's called svičkova. It's so unhealthy, but it's so good. So that's like definitely something I would eat and probably have a beer on side. I think that's <laughs> okay. So I don't know anything about this meal, but this sounds fantastic. You have to describe it in more detail uh, because it sounds like it's exactly what I want to have right now. <laughs> it's like, it's this like sauce that's just, it's like very creamy, but it has like mixed up vegetables in it, but it's kind of sweet. And you have like this, like, like cranberries on the side with whipped cream. And then you have um, dumplings. Like this, it's like this big loaf that you kind of cut up into into pieces, and you, so you have like four of them. With it, it's it's like not it's not very good for you, but it's it's so good. It may not be good for you, but I can promise you, my mouth is watering now. So that's fantastic. <laughs> yes, this is that sounds right up my alley. I am all there was nothing there was not an ingredient you mentioned that I'm not all into. So um, make sure to send me the recipe because that sounds fantastic. Um, oh, yeah. Um, lastly, before I let you go, what is on your music playlist? And when you're at the gym or whether you're, you know, working out or whatever, what's on your playlist? Um, a lot of Nicki Minaj. I'd oh, say. interesting. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Do you have a go-to uh, banger? Um, it kind of changes. Okay. It, okay. it changes. It depends on like the vibe I'm feeling, I guess, in the moment. <laughs> um, but a lot of rap, like Twenty One Savage, Travis Scott. Um, in the gym, definitely Big Booty mixes. That's a, that's a big one for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic! I'll, I'll make sure to subscribe to that playlist as well. <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, okay, before I let you go. I'd love to give you a chance to kind of shout out some of the things that you're working on. Um, you know, what's next for you? You know, we, you had shared off air about your podcast. I want to give you a, an opportunity to talk about that podcast here. 
Um, what, what do you, what's going on? What's tell me about, uh, you know, any, any sort of things you want to leave the audience with? Oh, you really, uh, you asked a, a question. I can talk about this for like a very long time. Listen, so. yeah, all, I am free. It's all about you right now. So <laughs> you, you just, you tell me what you want to talk about. That's all good. Um, I guess I'll start with, um, I guess it's just kind of related to like impacting the the younger generation. So I don't know if you ever find yourself in, in the Czech Republic. We have a, an amazing project going on right now. It's called Through Generations. Um, we want to kind of use that to, to help players, young girls develop um, their skills and, and feel comfortable and relaxed in an in a environment where you can practice with just girls. Because usually in Czech, it's just, you know, um, you have to play with all the boys. Um, so we're trying to kind of create that environment there. And uh, that whole thing, the tr through generations, actually we started a podcast too with uh, one of my friends who was, who was one of the main people that's leading that whole project. So uh, it's called Through Generations Podcast. So uh, if you ever <laughs> want to listen to it, we're I think we're going to be starting soon. So uh, that's another thing. And uh, I guess I also just want to thank you so much, Chris, for inviting me and, and being your first um, guest on this podcast. I, I appreciate it so much. It's been a great interview. Uh, absolutely loved it. Enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, and just whoever's listening to like, I hope you love hockey. I love you support women's hockey and uh, maybe we'll, we'll see each other one day. <laughs> nice. Fantastic. Yes, that's what this podcast is all about is being able to connect fans with the incredible athletes uh, like yourself. It's all about women's hockey and the growth of this game, how inspiring all of you are. Uh, thank you for everything that you've done. Thank you for coming on this podcast. Thank you for everything you're going to do moving forward, which includes hopefully one day signing with PWHL Ottawa. Uh, I'm just going to keep kind of planting that seed. Um <laughs> that we know that uh, that it, 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 this was meant to happen. Um, but uh, once again, thank you so much, Noemi, for coming on today. Thank you for, for being my very first interview. Thank you for being my very first guest. You have been so... Uh, I said, you know what? Like, it'll be 20 to 30 minutes. Here we are, almost an hour. And you're just, like, super down. And it's, it's just fantastic. So please make sure uh, for anyone listening, anyone watching out there, please make sure... Go give her a follow on social media. Make sure that you're following her. Her career is incredible. She's doing incredible things. And I just want to say once again, thank you to Noemi Nubarova for joining us today. And uh, good luck as this season progresses. Good luck in your career. And this has been the very first episode of the Rinkside Rundown Prod Podcast. Thank you. Thanks, Chris.